Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome back to This Week in Marketing show, also known as The Dream Show. I'm your host, Ajit Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of April 26, 2021. Today, first off, we have some earnings report from Microsoft, Google, Facebook, um, just because this is that time of the quarter or time of the year where all these big platforms have announced their you know, numbers. So let's start with Microsoft. Microsoft has announced that their advertising revenue is up 17% for search advertising, while Google has announced that their revenue is up 32%, right? And what's interesting is like, you know, that for Google, this is about 34% increase year over year, right? And for, well, when Google was announcing it, they also announced the revenue, uh, they broke down the revenue for YouTube and uh, YouTube's revenue jumped 49%. Now, you could ask, Sajid, why are you covering? Well, to answer that question is why, I'm covering and why this is important for you to know, it kind of shows the growth of these platforms as these platforms are attracting advertisers and they're earning money. It also shows, you know, how many users are on the other end of the, you know, uh, equation. So if you are a business, you know, who is spending money on uh, digital advertising, you know that there is a growth. Right. It's a growth market. Or if you are a service provider, you know that this is something you should get into. Right. Uh, if you are not doing it, for example, or there is Google search, YouTube ads, or even you know Microsoft search, you can kind of see these are like you know platforms that are on the rise. Okay. With that, let's move on to the next update because I don't want to really spend too much time on earnings. But I, one thing, another thing I want to talk about, which is our next update, is LinkedIn. Right, LinkedIn, which is part of Microsoft, right, uh, since 2016, they actually announced uh, as part of their earnings, which basically LinkedIn is part of Microsoft. So Microsoft announced that you know that besides the growth in revenue, right, they saw 43% increase in conversions, 29% increase in content sharing, and 80% increase in hours spent on LinkedIn learning. I do not know about you, but these are signals to me that shows that LinkedIn is a platform that is really like the uh, platform, uh, the emerging platform, a platform that's growing. So this is the reason why we cover this kind of stuff on our show, you know, to give you the insights, the knowledge to know, okay, we we are doing this. What do I do next? Right. Okay. Uh, with that, let me go to the next update, right? While we are on the topic of revenues, uh, the revenue updates from Facebook. 
Facebook did um, exceptionally well in Q1, right? Um, you know, there was no question they crushed, um, you know, the expectations from Wall Street. And their earnings report shows they had like, you know, 2.8, 2.9, you could almost say 2.9 billion with a B users, uh, monthly active users, which is a 10% increase. And now everyone's wondering, you know, how will Facebook's future fare uh, in Q2 now, given that, you know, that Apple has released iOS 14.5, which basically kind of, um, kind of puts a crimp in Facebook advertising. Now, if everyone is con- if everyone is wondering about that, I will tell you it also affects like Google, it also affects Twitter, it also affects like all the other platforms. In fact, I last or uh, not last this week, I was actually on a, a web session with Twitter ads where I asked the same question. You know, do you expect to see any? Uh, do you expect to see any you know negative impact of the iOS 14.5? They're like, yeah, we do expect it, but you know it is something we're gonna live with. So anyone and everyone who is saying, oh, it's only affecting Facebook, doesn't matter. But the main key takeaway from this update is that you know Facebook had did a wonderful Q1. Uh, remember, because Facebook did a wonderful Q1, ad cost on Facebook is actually on the higher end. It's no longer Facebook is no longer the cheaper platform to get acquire users. Uh, in fact, in most of the, um, you know, groups that are part of, people are complaining that, you know, co- cost per click has gone up along with all this uncertainty that has come uh, primarily for Facebook. Uh, people are not one, people are wondering if they should stick to Facebook or they find greener pastures, which by the way, again, in the first update, we talked about all the other platforms, okay? With that, let's move on to the next one, which is Pinterest. Uh, Pinterest reveals uh, what their, users which we call them pinners are planning uh, post pandemic and you know searches are up 96% year over year what has got to do with this update is that look um, you know this update where you know they're saying pinners are looking for uh, travel related searches looking looking for outfit inspiration looking for party related entertainment and planning home renovations the reason why we are covering this or I'm covering this on the show is like for you to for me to give you insights. Okay. What are some of the stuff people are looking for? So if you are travel related or if you're thinking of campaign ideas, there you go. Travel. Uh, people are looking for outfits because they're gonna go out more now that they you know the COVID restrictions are kind of on are we're returning back to normalcy. Uh, COVID restrictions are kind of being scaled back here in the States. Uh, so people are like really planning, like, you know, what kind of entertainment, what kind of things can you do? At the same time, summer is around the corner, which basically means people are going to, or it's spring. To, this is the last month of spring here in the U.S. And summer is uh, like, you know, four weeks away. So, uh, you know, people are going to be doing a lot of home renovations uh, from now till, like, you know, uh, end of summer. So this is a good topic, Right. That's the meaning because, you know, that's the information behind the data that I want to bring up into this podcast and give you some insights. Okay, with that, while we're talking about, you know, information behind the data, let me touch on another topic, which is from Shopify. You know, Shopify's, and the title of this uh, update is called Shopify's Impact on the Economy because there were two things that kind of came out of uh, 
Shopify this week, right? Number one, Shopify Capital funded $2 billion for entrepreneurs. That's one. Yes, billion with a B, again, not million, billion. Uh, and the other one is Shopify has created 36 million jobs and $307 billion in economic impact in 2020. Now, it's a big number. You could say, Shazid, again, what has got to do with anything with the podcast and what change in digital marketing? Everything. This shows you, us, the power of Shopify, right? Shopify has the Shopify capital that allows funding to small businesses and entrepreneurs. It's becoming, uh, you know, becoming a powerhouse, something parallel to Amazon. A lot of small business owners don't like Amazon just because Amazon, if something's like really um, taking off, Amazon can sometimes, not can, some Amazon has sometimes copied this whole thing and launched their own Amazon brand uh, product. A lot of, you know, there are a lot of, you know, um, News articles, a lot of blogs about it where, you know, people are, business owners are complaining, Amazon ripping them off, things like that. And they want to move away from Amazon and they want to create something else. They want to create their own brands. Um, so the reason why um, we are talking about all this is like, you know, there are opportunities and uh, Shopify continues to grow. By the way, FYI, I happen to own, uh, in full disclosure, I happen to own Shopify stock just because you know, I believe strongly on the power of Shopify and what it's going to do. Uh, there is a Shopify app, you know, the shop app, and there's a Shopify payment platform. So Shopify continues to grow. If you or your customer or if you have your client who is a small business owner, or if you're thinking of it, you should definitely uh, check out Shopify as a alternative to Amazon, or you could do both. That's the update right you could do both amazon and shopify or just have a storefront on shopify and roll with it. you'll be glad you did okay next up we have updates from linkedin what linkedin did is this week they launched linkedin lead generation ads sorry i take it back not linkedin uh, i mean tiktok uh, okay I'm mixing things up. So this week, TikTok launched uh, lead generation ads. This is similar to what we have seen on Facebook and Google where, you know, lead generation ad where a pop-up comes in, you quickly fill out a few things and a form and you get a lead. Um, It's a good thing. It's a good evolution of the LinkedIn platform. Sorry. I am really messing things up today, but it's actually a good evolution of TikTok's ad, uh, you know, in terms of how to generate leads. We have seen this thing in uh, existing Facebook. We have seen it in Google. I think uh, LinkedIn also has it, but there's nothing more to it. So if you, the signal here I get is LinkedIn is no longer a song and dance platform, no longer just a... e-commerce platform where you can only provide advertisement on TikTok only because, you know, you have like you know, e-commerce, like a t-shirt to sell or a soap bar to sell or shampoo to sell. But now you could actually use TikTok for lead generation, right? If you are an info product or if you have a course or if you have a summit coming up, whatever it is, like for us, one, one example, one thing I can think of is like, for example, if we have a you know, freebie, like we actually do have a freebie or a, like, you know, a lead magnet for, you know, how to get started with Google ads. We could actually start getting leads on TikTok to say, you know, fill it out. We will email you a free guide on how to get started with Google search ads. And by the way, if you are interested in, um, you know, Google search ad, getting started with Google search ads, you should definitely check this out. What we're going to do is we're going to put a link to that guide, um, 
at the bottom of our show notes. And what this guide will do is show you step by step on how to get started with uh, Google search ads and in the We have created that uh, Google Ads for Twin Show, and we kind of take you through the journey. So check it out. Okay. With that, let's go to the next update, which is from YouTube. YouTube released a report this week that says, you know, how are creators generating revenue uh, since they've launched YouTube for partners or YouTube partners or creator artists? And they talked about, you know, 13 years ago they launched YouTube Partner Program, and you know, creators are making money beyond just ads. So what that means is like, you know, usually we think, oh, the only way creators can make money is they create video and then people, when they watch it, they see ads and that ad revenue gets uh, shared with YouTube, which is okay, Google, as well as the person created the video. Now what uh, YouTube is saying is like there are, and actually I wasn't aware of this until, you know, this uh, update came across my, you know, desk and this is one of the reasons i love this podcast uh, building processes because i get to learn things that i wasn't aware of right so now there are ways like paid digital goods uh, such as super chat super stickers and channel memberships uh, through which people are uh, making money so the some of the numbers they have released is like you know over 10 million people in 2020 over 10 million people bought their first paid digital good on YouTube, uh, which, and again, by paid digital good, what they mean is super chat, super sticker, or channel membership. And over 140,000 channels earned money from paid digital goods in on YouTube in the month of December 2020 alone. And that's a 140% increase since December 2019. You know, folks, I do not know about you. Uh, this is a great, uh, you know, update. Uh, gives me ideas and get those gears in my head you know moving um, and the other thing I was gonna I was looking at I'm scrolling through the updates and like you know uh, there was this example they use uh, for Rachana Ranade uh, who is uh, helping people in India learn about financial literacy she enabled memberships in 2020 in 2020 which is last year and her YouTube revenue is more than hundred thousand dollars. Now, if you're familiar anything about India, you know $100,000 sitting in India and earning that revenue through YouTube channel is amazing. $100,000 is a lot of money. $100,000 is a lot of money for someone earning here in the States. And if and I think the currency conversion is $1 is to 43 rupees or something like that. Again, I do not know, but it's just like a vague number. It could be more, it could be less, but sitting in India and doing that, it's amazing. I hope it gets you inspired to look into this channel and see how Rachana Ranade is doing it and kind of figure it out and probably do the same thing for you, for your business. Okay, let's move on to the next update, which we have is from Google. So what this Google did is like this week, they updated like they have updated the customer match list. Uh, this is where in the past you would not get, you would update a list of your customer and your customer information, and then you would not get a return back from Google in terms of, okay, how much of that can be used in Google and what's not. Google is saying now, you know, to improve, you know, performance, they're going to, as soon as you update, you can see in real time uh, what percentage of your customer list is usable and it gives you match rate. Now, you can say, hold on a second. 
why would I want to update my customer match uh, customer list and what benefit does it have? So remember, sometimes conversion happens, right? Conversion happens and you do not know where that customer came in. Maybe they saw your ad and then they came into your store, purchased something. So typically what businesses do is that basically after at the end of the month, they take all this data and upload, feed it back into Google, right? And then Google actually helps you, number one, to match some people who probably have seen your ad and they bought it from your store and they kind of match all these things. So they saw your ad, then they came directly to your you know, website and bought something. And then you, if you update that, you give Google more information about you know, where these people are coming from because Google keeps track of all these data points, number one. And number two is this is how Google knows a lot more about you than you think Google knows, right? Because businesses are feeding it back into Google. But, and again, number three is in the future when you want to do customer lookalike or customer, you know, custom campaigns, this user list comes very, very handy. So what Google does is like, you know, con you should continually update your Google customer match. Uh, so don't make it uh, still. And the other thing is when you have a customer match list, uh, you see a 17% increase in traffic and conversions after they have been updated. Uh, so you should definitely do it if you're in Google search or if you're doing any form of Google advertising and you have customer data, feed it back into Google. You will be glad you did and you're going to get benefits. Okay, uh, that's the update on that one. The next update is Google gives some guidance on the latest Apple's ATT policy, which is app tracking transparency policy. They go into uh, very good details on what happens if on for web web events, which is basically Google search advertising and for Google app advertising, right? It's, I would say this is outside the scope of this show because if I go deeper into it, uh, I'm going to run you, really bore you to death. Uh, I feel like you know, I should do a separate uh, video or a show just to go in depth with all these things. But one thing for sure is that I will cover on uh, web conversion goals, which is basically Google search, Google YouTube ads. It's like, you know, Google does a Google for after every every time someone clicks on your ad, Google appends this thing called Google Click ID at the end of the you know uh, URL, and that's going to take a hit. Uh, but for that, Google is saying uh, there are a couple of things you can do to kind of you know mitigate that. But you know expect performance fluctuations. Uh, monitor your Google uh, ads, even if you have smart campaigns turned on, still monitor and see how that goes. Okay. With that, I'm coming to the last update of this week, which is Google has published a report, their annual web spam report. And what they're saying is that um, they discover, they basically discover 40 billion, again, B, not an M, 40 billion spammy pages every single day. It's an increase of 60% from last year. Now, what's a spam page? A spam page is a very low quality page uh, that has been just been put out there, whether through um, artificial intelligence automation or through someone creating like, you know, crappy pages, uh, scraping content from other websites, just putting in there for commercial interest, right? Which is like to get ads on the website, people to click on things or to, you know, create unnatural traffic. And so Google is saying they catch 40 billion pages every day with spam content. This shows you how much content is out there, right? I'm not sharing this to you to scare you. I'm not sharing this to you to say what, 
what's happening. I'm sharing this with you to say you know, how many pages are out there, uh, websites, pages are out there, how much Google processes, and why you should be careful about uh, not putting out crappy, uh, spammy content out there. If you're going to put something out, put something good, relevant, because Google has the power. Because remember, Google has this whole division dedicated towards making Google search efficient and spam-free. Because if they don't have your trust, right, you're not going to go back to Google. Google knows this. It's a trillion-dollar company. They're, they make billions of dollars every quarter, as you saw we covered in the first update, where you know their revenue was, rose because Revenue rising basically means people are advertising more on Google and people are advertising more on Google because it works. And the only reason it works is because you trust Google. So it all comes down to, it's a full circle. So it all comes down to spammy content. So whether you're writing blogs, websites or whatever, make sure you're not putting any uh, spammy content. I can go deep into this, uh, but I will just say, you know, stay away from spammy content. Uh, Google is getting exceptionally good at it. In 2019, they were detecting 25 billion pages of scam every day. Uh, again, scam could be like, oh, you say, oh, I'm not a scammer. I'm like, like not this. But you know, if you don't put out good content out there, Google is going to mark you as spam, right? And if they do it, you would not know, but you would not get the traffic. So why would you put efforts and resources into creating a content that will not get indexed? Right. And it takes some months because if you, if you put out a content today, you will not see the results tomorrow because, you know, it takes some time for Google to index and get back to you. So all in all, all I will say is like, you know, be diligent, put out good content and you don't want to be get uh, stuck with, you know, penalty and you don't even know about it. Right. So with that already, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now, you know, everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles. Once again, this is your host, Adil Islam, signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.